Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Welcome to episode six of X-Files podcast. This has been such an amazing month so far, and... We just can't believe that we're about to wrap up our first month of the show. So thank you for being here. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey so far. So with that aside, let's dive into the topic at hand. Closure. Closure. The need for closure is something that we've both seen that holds a lot of people back from their healing journey after a breakup. The need for closure can lead to racing thoughts. It can lead to bringing it over up over and over again with your friends, which I've I've done. Yeah. (laughs) And generally staying in this stuck position. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think Claire and I both agree on this. It is not our quote need for closure that keeps us stuck, but our inability to take care of our own emotional needs after a breakup and accept that the relationship is over that holds us back from healing. I know that it is, that is a hard pill to swallow. It might sound a little harsh. Um, and also that a lot of people really struggle with this aspect of recovering from a broken heart. In fact, I'm guessing that this is probably what some counselors would refer to as either the denial or the bargaining, bargaining stages of grief. Yeah. And, you know, we don't want to be harsh if we want you to get over your ex and live an amazing life. So mm-hmm. the thing is, is that um, we have to push you outside of your comfort zone and push <laughs> you past these excuses of being like, well, I just need closure from him. It's like, no. And we will we will cover exactly why coming up. But um, So we're going to go right down that rabbit hole of the need for closure and how you can use it as an opportunity to actually become more self-reliant because we both believe you give yourself your own closure, but we'll get more into that. So the first thing is if you're in a situation where your ex can't give you a solid reason for why they're breaking up with you, or maybe they're refusing to like talk about why this Mm -hmm. is all ending and you're just confused. You're like, where did it go wrong? I need to know how I messed up. Mm -hmm. I need to know like what's going on. But the thing is, is that feeling like something is wrong or that something is not right with the relationship, even if there's no concrete reason, it's still a good enough reason for that person to end things with you. Right. And I would say this to someone who wasn't, who's listening, who refuses to like give their partner the right reason. If you want to leave, then you, then leave. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. If you don't want to be with someone, don't be with them. You don't need a reason. Mm -hmm. There's so much going on in the universe that we don't understand. There probably is a reason like an atomic level. So like, If you're having a feeling and you believe that the answer is breaking up, then you should probably break up. 
And I know it sucks because you do do. I do believe people are on the whole good and don't want to hurt each other, especially mm-hmm. people they've been dating. But if you're feeling that way, respect the person you're with and don't fake it. There's just a special spark or secret sauce that just has to happen to make a relationship fulfilling for both people. And if it's not there anymore, that can be the reason. Yep. Well, I've definitely been there where I just had to say, I just don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just want to be friends. Yeah. And I that's that's my only reason. Exactly. And this goes back directly to what we've discussed before. And that is the rule book of dating and relationships. And that we don't have just one book. And we all have just different expectations about how others will act. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately... There is no obligation on the part of the person you are with to give you an explanation that you will accept to take care of you emotionally after either of you have ended it or to solve your angst or hurt feelings over it ending. That's not their responsibility, unfortunately. It's not their responsibility. Yeah. Even when you are in a relationship and you do have like some level of responsibility for each other, Mm -hmm. you still have to take care of yourself you know on the whole like yeah I don't believe um codependence is healthy I don't believe complete independence is healthy there's something Mm -hmm. called interdependence but when a relationship is ending you like you are your own person you are your own person so third point a person who has decided to break up with you over feeling This is not the person that you try to convince to stay with you and work it out. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like if someone comes to you and is like, hey, I have a feeling that something is wrong. I want to work out what it is. I don't know what it is. Like, how can we work on this? Great. Stay with that person and work. Like try to figure it out. But if someone's like, I have a feeling that something is wrong and I think we need to go our separate ways. There's no working on things with that person. There's no convincing to be done. They've made a decision. Yep. Yep. Feeling like you're not happy or that some it's just not right is yeah. all the reason that that you need. It's certainly all the reason that the other person needs to end it. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, should, yeah. it should be all your reason as well. Yeah. And, you know, you have to believe that A, this person really cares about you and they're they're deciding they're making this hard decision Mm -hmm. to leave out of respect and love for you because they know that they don't want to waste your time they don't want to be in a relationship that they feel isn't working just because they don't want to hurt you so they'd rather hurt you less in the short term than hurt you more in the long term keep some things maybe to themselves yeah Mm -hmm. or b they don't care about you (laughs) In which good riddance, <laughs> right. they can leave, show themselves out. Like, totally. You can't force a relationship to keep happening when one person, when it's not a yes for one person. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's normal for you to have moments where you're like, is this going to be like the long-term thing, but it shouldn't be like the overarching, like, weighing on your shoulders feeling like you're making the wrong decision Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. yeah anyway 
So just know if you've had like one time you had a thought of like, oh my God, this is probably not a problem, but if it's, yeah, just continuing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we've, I've definitely broken up with someone where I kind of tried to push it for weeks, if not a month. Mm. And I just wasn't feeling it. And it was after it started going, I, I started having these thoughts for, like I said, multiple weeks that I, yeah. that I thought this isn't what it's supposed to be like. I'm not supposed yeah. to be having these feelings, you know, ongoing. Ongoing. Yeah, exactly. So um, our next point is that having a final conversation about why the breakup is happening is BS. Agreed. BS. Yeah. So there's a few situations here. Mm -hmm. So situation one, your ex has self-awareness about the real reasons why they're breaking up with you. Right. And sometimes... They might be as confused about that as you are. Mm-hmm. We don't know. And maybe in this final conversation, they're honest with you about their feelings. They're like, hey, I am really confused, but I've just been having this feeling that it's not going to work. Or they're like, yeah, I, you know, this is a deal breaker for me. And, you know, I know that you, that's a deal breaker for you too. Like we are in total misalignment here say they're honest but if you're not ready to accept the truth you will choose not to believe them they'll be Mm -hmm. you will tell yourself no that can't be right there has to be something else there has to be another reason why they're doing this but what they're telling you is the truth Mm -hmm. but if you're not ready to accept it you can't so you just don't believe them um i've definitely seen this happen too where a relationship fell apart And, um, I had a really close girlfriend who her partner actually told her, I just, this just doesn't feel right to me. I don't think I'm ready. And yeah, for weeks, she just, um, could not accept it. And I actually think that it, what he was saying was true. All right. So having the final conversation situation two, your ex shares the convenient truth about why the breakup happened, but maybe not the whole truth. They want to spare your feelings. This is probably pretty natural, but now you're going to take the baggage of what you have been told was the reason it ended into your future and into your healing. And it might not have even been the complete reason for the breakup. So you're going to try to do better at something that might not have even been the real issue. This is just what can happen sometimes when people are having tense conversations about a relationship or when one person is feeling like they're being pressured to have the conversation in the first place Mm -hmm. yeah so basically like if you're not ready for closure you won't accept it right regardless of whether there's a conversation or whether you've you're now incommunicado um Mm -hmm. like yep and so it all hinges on you doing the internal work you need to accept the situation and see it as the right thing for you. And that's what gives you the closure that you seek. Yep. Um, really, like we keep on saying, own the decision regardless of who made it. Mm-hmm. So there's also a third situation. <laughs> And that is, and it's one that I've actually fallen a bit prey to, and I've really seen others suffer from. And that is 
um, wanting to explore the relationship with the person again in order to gain closure about why you ended it. Yeah. (laughs) So basically you've broken up, you might have second thoughts later on. And so you want to meet with this person and see how you feel, even if it might be kind of a subconscious desire, you know, you want to be friends, but really inside you want to see if the feelings are still there. Mm -hmm. All right. Please trust me. This should be avoided at all costs. I have done this to myself and yes, It did give me closure that my ex wasn't my person, but the agony that I went through during the process was absolutely not worth it. This goes back again to what we said in our episode on getting over your ex and and owning the decision, regardless of who made it. If you have decided to end things, you've got to, for both of your sakes, own that decision. Mm -hmm. If a person you're in a relationship with is not going to change or alter their behavior whilst you are in the relationship, they probably will not have altered anything outside of the relationship or when the two of you are not together. The conflicts and the damage that is done when two people end a relationship is typically the opposite of what you need to do to build a healthy, loving foundation for a relationship. And like I said, I've personally experienced this kind of reconnecting uh, with my ex-husband. And I can absolutely say from personal experience that any issue that we had while we were together, I mean, had even perhaps even gotten worse. And going through the heartache of discovering that, it wasn't worth it. I, I should have, you know, trusted myself a little bit more that I had made the right decision in the first place. There is also the situation of closure just being an excuse to say all the things that you didn't get to say um, mm-hmm. in the closing of the relationship. You're like, you've had some time to think and you're like, you know what? Actually, I have a lot to get off of my chest. Totally. Completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, that's, that is not going to give you having someone physically listen to you say all the things you need to say. That's not going to give you closure. <laughs> right. Just say all the things you need to say to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like the other person has no obligation to be there. Yep. Get out your journal, process it on your own. You don't need the satisfaction of saying it to someone's face. Yeah. To process it. That's our overarching theme here is that you give yourself closure, no one else. But right that if you don't know so and this is after a breakup this is the time to be relying on yourself and to give yourself all of these things so if you've broken up with someone or someone has broken up with you why do you want to look back and continue to look for ways that this person can fulfill you even if it is to give you closure about the breakup it actually just it doesn't really make sense you need to cut your reliance on the other person Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we know it's hard. We know it's oh, an addiction. Totally. Yeah. We know it's I really hard. Do. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we've covered this a little bit in previous episodes. So we yeah, get but it. Thinking but... of it in these terms is what has actually helped me to, to not need this after I've yeah. broken up with someone is just actually um, putting it out there um, in this way. I never really thought about the fact that you can give yourself closure before I started studying breakup coaching. Yeah. And, yep. It's helped me to develop some really, really healthy uh, relationship patterns. 
Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So um, one of my favorite tools, the idea that you are not your thoughts. You are not your brain. Your brain is just trying to keep you alive and it's like throwing thoughts out, throwing thoughts like spaghetti at a wall Mm -hmm. and seeing what sticks. And what makes it stick is assigning meaning to the thought. Yes. And so that that's just going to happen in your brain is you're going to have thoughts and some of them will be crazy and some of them will have more merit and they're just they're just random your Mm -hmm. brain is just producing thoughts trying to keep you alive thank you brain appreciate it (laughs) but you get to choose so your thoughts in your brain it's kind of like the weather like oh today it's cloudy in my brain like there's some moisture in the air you know it's just something that happens but you get to choose how you move through that weather Mm -hmm. so one way to do this is by practicing mindfulness and yay mindfulness yeah (laughs) (laughs) mindfulness is how you can start to become aware of your thoughts instead of just believing each one and accepting it as truth so you know like I guess an, an, an analogy would be like it's super rainy and dark outside and so instead of believing the sun has fallen out of the sky and it's gone forever you just say oh you know the sun is behind the clouds like cool I accept that (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so you get to be more conscious of which thoughts you attach significance to when you're aware that the thoughts are just things that are sure okay yeah so when you practice mindfulness, you come into the present moment instead of just following each thought as it comes mm-hmm. like waves. So you're like diving under the wave instead of just getting like buffeted around in the surf. So as you do this, you will become conscious of something. You can think thoughts and be aware of the th- fact that you're thinking thoughts. And so that means there's actually two of you. There's the thing that's thinking in you, which is your brain and your biology. And then there's the observer of your thoughts. And that's who I like to think is actually Mm -hmm. you. So you can be aware of the weather without being part of the storm. I I like that analogy a lot. And I know you're going to cover, you're going to go on about this, but it's like when you have the feeling or the thought, I will never get over this, Mm -hmm. being able to step back and realize that I'm just feeling this way because I'm hurt about the breakup. Yeah. This is just a thought. This is not reality. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. like, if you think about it too, like our brain processes a pain both emotional and physical in the same places. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you've been grievously Mm -hmm. injured. Mm -hmm. I need to protect you. You will never find anyone like him again. Mm -hmm. You'll be alone forever Uh saying all of the crazy thoughts because it's like, she's like really injured. I need to make sure she never does this again. Right. Yes, completely. It's part of our evolution really is protecting us. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So those are just thoughts. They're not you. Um, And it's just your brain's programming, um, which we appreciate, you know, (laughs) like you walk down a dark alley and you're like, what was that movement? Oh, it must be someone trying to kill me. Yeah, That's keeping you alive. (laughs) Exactly. You run home. You're good. (laughs) If you didn't have that thought, maybe things would be bad. So But there's a difference between your thoughts and yourself. And therefore, when you realize that and you're conscious of it in each moment, you can attach less meaning to those thoughts. 
So like these thoughts are the painful part of the breakup. These are the reason that you actually need closure. So, you know, I'll never find someone like him. I've Mm -hmm. been abandoned. Now the future I imagined with him will never happen. I'm worthless, unlovable, not enough. They were so unfair to me. Like all of these you can attach less meaning to because they are just thoughts. And I guarantee you everyone has them and no one is right about it. So, (laughs) right. I've counseled a couple of women who really wanted to try and maintain contact or regain contact with someone um, after being really, really hurt because of this idea that they're so amazing when they're not doing this, they're so special. Other people have told me they're so special. You know, there must be something underneath all of this. I've got to talk to them. I've got to reach out. And I think that this could be so powerful and just realizing that that's what you're feeling now because you're hurt and you're shocked. It's not because it's the reality at all. Yeah, everyone is special. Yeah, he's special. <laughs> there's yeah. there's lots of other special people well, out there. So this is a little <laughs> off topic, but I've heard my friends think this, or when my uncle met him, thought he was so great. And when you're honeymooning in a relationship, or when you're in even the first year of dating, most people are going to put their best foot forward and yeah. will make really good impressions on your friends. And yeah. it that's also really not necessarily reality. So. Yes, you will miss the person, you will have these crazy thoughts, but what hurts is when you actually believe them. We have loved creating free and accessible healing resources for people around the world who are looking for support on their breakups, broken hearts, and moving on journeys. Each day we receive DMs from many of you who have let us know the positive impact X-Files is making in your life. Our vision for the second year of our show is something that we both feel so completely. We are looking forward to continuing to share useful resources each week, but also expanding our offerings to help people go more deeply with their healing and growth. Part of our vision is expanding the connection with our community. And to do that, we are thrilled to be launching the X-Files Patreon. Growing this aspect of our community will allow us to keep creating great content for everyone each week and also start developing even more healing resources and support. We would love for you to be part of the first group of the X-Files patrons. So head to the link in the show notes now to sign up for either the $5 or the $10 level. And we will both be looking forward to connecting with you very soon. But believing them is optional. So, yeah. Start to learn about mindfulness. Keep your eyes on this space, like we always (laughs) say. Um, It can be a really fun game to learn about uh, things like mindfulness. And I actually learned about the law of attraction, which is related to mindfulness. Uh, During a time that I was seeking closure after a relationship, I had actually, I had broken up with someone several months earlier but I ended up in living alone in Bali and had a bunch of free time on my hands that I had not had when we broke up. And all of a sudden I just started processing a ton of shit about the relationship. I actually found myself kind of obsessively thinking about it and all of the ways that he had betrayed my trust. And 
especially this feeling that I had let him off the hook too easily. (laughs) Now I let him off the hook at the time because I had actually a lot of confidence in the reason why I was ending things and just kind of had this no looking back attitude about it. Mm -hmm. But then when I was there with all this time on my hands, I did start to look back (laughs) and to regret not saying the things that I had been feeling at the time, you know, all of the zings that I (laughs) was starting to regret not putting out there. You're like, you need to see how you did this. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, completely. And almost feeling like I was really validated, you know, if I did reach out to him and let him know, because, you know, I can't just let him get away with it. You know, maybe I had done the wrong thing not to let him know (laughs) that I was actually affected me so someone over there uh, this really magical woman who was living in the same complex as or the same villa as me um, she started to send me some Abraham Hicks content and as soon as she did that and I I opened myself up to it because I was I was hurting I was suffering from this and everything started to really fall into place for me I discovered how allowing my thoughts to stay in this one negative place was the thing that was holding me back from enjoying my gorgeous surroundings and looking to the future. One of the core concepts of the law of attraction is to learn what actions and thoughts put you in a happy mood and to focus on those thoughts and actions. (laughs) I know that it seems simple, but in reality, this wasn't the direction that I ever took. It was just something that, you know, you kind of believe in intellectually without putting it into practice. Once I committed to continuing to learn about law of attraction concepts, I found that my need for quote closure and my need to think about these things completely melted actually rather quickly. It was really neat. Mm -hmm. And so that's something else that I would maybe suggest to someone who's having these racing thoughts or this stuck feeling about closure and needing to explain things is to start to think about law of attraction, start to think about mindfulness and the power of your thoughts. (laughs) You have the power to pull yourself out of this and you've got this. You have got this. <laughs> yeah, it's all up to you. We're getting very excited. If you yeah, <laughs> I do feel excited when <laughs> I talk about both. this because it has been really life changing for me to yeah. know my strength and several really painful situations with um, ex partners or relationships. It's all it was all inside of me the whole time. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. all there. Yep, but it takes time. Perfect. Yes, time. lots right. of practice as well. Lots of practice. It gets easier the more you do it. And, um, yeah, it's kind of like when you're in a bad mood, it's really hard to get out of the bad mood. It's really Mm -hmm. easy to stay in a bad mood. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, get in a good mood. It'll be harder to get in a bad mood. Yep. And how do you do that? By doing something that puts you in a good mood. Yeah. (laughs) And you know, like you can think of it as like biohacking. You're like, well, I'm going to put on this song because I know it just Mm -hmm. makes you feel really good. And then once you've done that, you do the next thing that makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, it's know your, your happy triggers. (laughs) <laughs> yep. focus yeah. on your happy triggers don't focus on your your sad triggers yep change yep. of environment is also you know we talked about this in the past mm-hmm. a good way to get your system to snap out of a bad mood or mm-hmm. a racing thought or 
the need for closure <laughs> or the need for closure <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so first become of your aware of your thoughts and then you can start to shift them and rewrite them into messages that empower you and allow you to heal and start doing the things that make you happy again um one way to reframe your breakup is to to look at it as a gift and be like, hey, this has done something for me. So we're going to run through some examples yep. of ways that you can reframe the breakup as a good thing that's serving you. So you yeah, and first? this has helped me a lot. So uh, number one thought, I won't assume the relationship would have been perfect if the one thing had not ended it. Yeah. that's a big one (laughs) yeah because it's like oh it's just this one thing happened and everything fell apart if that one thing hadn't happened Mm -hmm. we would have been fine forever no you know (laughs) if it was meant to work out then you would have worked past this one thing and not be even talking about it right now (laughs) yeah exactly sorry to be harsh another reframe is the relationship had reached its expiration date I find this is especially helpful if you are having trouble having all the amazing memories Mm -hmm. of someone who was a really good person who also left you in such devastation. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I think it's easy to like fall into the trap of being like, oh, they must have never loved me or, Mm -hmm. you know, or they were always a bad person. They were faking it. Like, no. That it makes just... you feel better about the fact that it's ended to say those things. Yeah. But we're not necessarily meant to get married and have kids and live with every single person we date forever. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and just because they ended things doesn't mean that, like, all of those memories are lies. It's just it wasn't meant to last any longer than mm-hmm. it did. It had an expiration date. If you eat something past the expiration date, it's going to make you sick. <laughs> right. It was really lovely at the time. Yeah. That it was good. That apple was great, but once it got moldy and shit, I didn't want to eat it. Good. Yes. Don't eat it. Um, okay. All right. Thought number three, I think this is, there is not just one, the one. (laughs) Now I get to experience different love with another person with the potential to be my long-term partner or maybe just another hot fling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just means you get to have the next chapter. You, yeah, you have lots of people you're going to click with. Yeah, have fun with dating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not everybody is the one. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, next one, next reframe. I don't want to be with someone who hurt me in this way. <laughs> this is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. And it's it's actually really simple. You know, relationships are about trust and respect. And sometimes a relationship ends because someone did something that was kind of shit. Yeah. Then don't be with someone who does things that are shit. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like there's, there's a difference between being loyal and committing to making a relationship work and staying in a place that's not serving anyone who's like starting to go into the area of toxicity. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. You do not need to be loyal to a fault. 
there's a line. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and this can apply to a lot of relationships, even family relationships. Yeah. You've, you've got to take care of yourself and you need to know what you expect out of a relationship. And mm-hmm. if a person crosses that line, then, you know, you need to feel free to walk away and find someone who doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, know that at the same time as knowing all of their positive qualities as well. And I think that's what makes it hard is like seeing all of someone's potential and positive qualities and also not wanting to be with them because that the negative ones do outweigh the positives for you. So yeah, another reframe is the relationship needed to go wrong so I could fulfill my full potential. Yeah. I love so, this yeah. one. Yeah, this was um I I did uh find it through Matthew Hussey. I'm not familiar with him, I don't think. Oh, he's great. He's very cute as well. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Um okay. yeah, everyone, Matthew Hussey, uh he's great. But this is especially something that clicks for me because like all of the pain of the breakups and everything have led me to like my calling. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I I have a lot of gratitude for all the things that I've been through. And, you know, maybe, maybe you will become a breakup coach. I don't know. Maybe you'll find some other reason that all of these things have happened to you. But finding the like larger purpose behind the events. I agree. Um, I know, for instance, my marriage, I um, never really got to travel as much as I wanted. After we broke up, I, you know, started traveling immediately. Um, and I feel that if I would have stayed in the relationship, I probably wouldn't have a lot of the experiences that I had. Um, mm-hmm. I also broke up with the Mormon church when I was about mm-hmm. 20. And that was what I, I definitely consider that having been a breakup. Oh, yeah. And I, my life potential and uh, purpose would never have been fulfilled if I had stayed um, in it. So yeah, yeah, really grateful for that breakup as well. Yeah. And so this last point is kind of personal to me, but don't be afraid to make these personal and remember that if it makes sense to you and gives you a sense of relief, feels expansive, empowering, then you are on the right track. So for mm-hmm. example, I would sometimes tell myself when I was really having a bad time after breaking up with my ex-fiance was that the breakup potentially saved our lives. And the reason for this, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but we used to commute together along this extremely dangerous road. It was like 45 minutes each way um, over the mountains and um, it like led to out in the country where we were living, which was wonderful, but there was also a casino in that direction. So a lot of people drove this super dangerous road under the influence. And it seems like every other week someone crashed and died. And, you know, it was kind of like every trip, there was kind of this feeling of maybe not making it like it was very weird. Um, And, you know, we would do that both directions like five times a week. Mm. And we both ended up living closer to work and no longer taking that road. 
And so I like to think that it was kind of divine intervention that the universe saved our lives by saying, okay, you guys need to split up so that you stop living there. All right. That way. Yeah. And it it sounds crazy and there's no Mm -hmm. logical way for that to have like actually been happened. You know, there were other ways we could have avoided that road, but it gave me a sense of calm and peace and acceptance and it put the breakup in a different light for me. And that's what was important. Yes, that is very evolved of you. But I think sometimes, you you know, you need to look back and explore what you what message you need to give yourself, mm-hmm. um, like you said, to, to find peace and to look forward and to put this need for closure and for the other person to um, help you get through this aside. And these things do come with a little bit of effort, intention, and time. Yeah. And it's tailor-made for you. (laughs) Completely. Thank you so much for sharing that. No problem. And I'm glad that you survived that road. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. There was this one time where I was running late out the door and I was driving along and the car in front of me um, a deer ran in front of it and it flipped up over the hood and like Whoa. narrowly missed my car. And I was like, if I had been just 10 seconds earlier, that would have been me. Wow. Like, <laughs> mm. it, it was such a gnarly road, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, I'm, we have, I'm from Arizona and we, I know exactly what you're talking about with the casinos in the desert where, you know, there's 30 minutes of nothing before the casino, but it's somewhere you need to go. Yeah. And yeah, bit bit troubling on a dark night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was our closure episode. We really hope that this helps you to process um, a relationship or a breakup. And do know our bottom line here is that you can do this. You have the ability to look after yourself. You have the ability to take care of your own emotional needs. You have the ability to figure out what you need to tell yourself to move forward. You've Mm -hmm. got it. You have the magic within you. As Mm -hmm. Hagrid would say, you're a wizard, Harry. (laughs) Nice one. Thank you for joining us for episode six of the X-Files. Uh, we would love to hear from you about what you thought, um, ways that you've given yourself closure in the past and things that you'd like to hear on the show in the future. Thanks for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at heartbreak blow up and meet Janice at Janice Formicella. Talk soon. Bye.